and German strudels. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. Uh, that's the French duh, not the <laughs> duh, duh. Now let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Donnie Darko. Donnie Darko. Uh, let's see. What? what? Yeah, I know. And why is it on YouTube? Uh, just put Donnie Darko full movie in your search and you will come up with the channel Film Rise Movies. All right. Okay. Okay. D-O-N-N-I-E. D-O-N-N-I-E. Look, people are dumb. D-I-R-K-O. Darko. I'm sorry, Mike. Your turn. <laughs> oh, Donnie Darko. You know that typical American game, Darko. <laughs> How many Darkos did you know growing up? You knew a shitload, right? You got the Skellies and the Darkos and yeah. everything. Yeah. Montclair. Montclair. Single person named Darko, but I'm not part of this movie. So we want to go ahead and click Donnie Darko dash whole movie. This is hosted by Film Rise Movies, which I subscribe to starting now. Oh, uh, go ahead and hit well. pause. Move the little timer to the left so you're at zero, zero, zero. And I'm very excited. So once again, Donnie Darko, full movie, and we like the channel, channel Film Rise. And All right, so let's get this started. I am, I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to Brumba. 
Okay, so, let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, Master of the Descending Numerals. The Countdown King himself. Would you please welcome, Mr. Paul Brumba. All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. You better be at zero, zero, zero. Film oh, ride. They just added their logo to the top. Yeah, I wonder if they distributed this movie. I don't think so. I think they're hosting it. They've been hosting this movie since 19, 2019. Full year, Darko. Yeah. It's a dark year. The uh, Flower Films made it. And no. Yeah. Ooh, Going to video is when this uh, was a hit. It was not a hit in the... I do notice that this movie is available free on our friend's YouTube movies. But yeah. We never watch... Yeah. Well, we don't watch movies on YouTube video, on YouTube channel. Hey, what number, what, are, what timing are you on? I'm at ten, uh, 52 oh, shut seconds. up, you. Because you said flower movie. Like, that's ridiculous. That's like 10 seconds from now. Okay. I'm in a minute and three, four, five, yeah. okay. six. We're on the same yeah. Okay. okay, I see suburbia. Okay, no, what do you see? I see California. This is supposed to be Virginia. It would not be this hilly in Middlesex, Virginia. So I see California. This is Virginia? And I West see Virginia? a guy in this is West Virginia. No, this is um <laughs> this is supposed to be Middlesex Vagina, and it's not. It's uh, California, shot in LA. Interesting. Also, it's supposed to be the 1980s, but, it's, but it was not shot during that time period either. Oh, it's a sleepy bicyclist. It was not shot in the 80s, and there's one anachronism in songs. Oh, yeah? Mm -hmm. With that terrible Tears for Fears cover? No, that was appropriate. That was, 19, you know, earlier than 88. So this was supposed to be 1988. The director, by the way, was like 22 when he made this movie. So he had no idea what the 80s were like. Yeah, that's true. He he made he it at it. like 25 or something. It really was a yeah. zero to 60. Um, that, that's not the right word. Uh, yeah, zero to 60 in five seconds uh, story, you know. And what Drew Barrymore is a lot behind it. Well, she produced this movie, and she's one of the actors. Yeah, but she's an actress. Oh, right. Oh, I thought you said Andrew Barrymore. I'm sorry. Yeah, Andrew Barrymore plays Mrs. <laughs> okay, so here it says, Love Will Tell Us Apart by Joy Division appears in the film during the party. I'll, we'll get to that with Gretchen Upstairs, yeah. released in 1995. Oops. See, Middlesex, Middlesex Halloween Carnival. Oh, wow. Oh, Carnival. Ooh. No, Ooh, Halloween movie. Here comes a red... Yeah, suburbia. Here comes a red car. See it? Okay. In yes. there is a rabbit, <laughs> but not yet. Oh, is it the guy in the costume, or is mm -hmm. it a rabbit? Yep. Oh, wow. So, so you have to watch this movie a couple times. <laughs> so we've learned that Donnie Darko is a troubled boy who sleeps in the middle of the road. And now we're learning right. what a 
how much fun his family is. Yeah, the dad blasts him, his wife with a lawnmower up the ass. Uh, that was a. It's it's actually the daughter, and she is Donnie's sister in real life too. Oh, she's Maggie to his shake. Yes. And here we have the youngin. She will go on to make a sequel called S. Darko. Which I've looked for on YouTube since we started the show four years ago. It's Every there. week it's I there. type in S. Darko. It's there. It's there. Yeah, you... What, the full-length movie? Yeah. S. Darko, S. Darko. For free? Where is Donnie? What is Donnie? Oh, this is this okay. Is such I gotta play this part. I gotta play the audience. Oh, I uh, missed it. I missed it. She goes, I'm voting for Dukakis. <laughs> She's starting shit at the table. See, man, you had to be bored of living in the 88 to experience it, mm -hmm. right? You can't watch like 88 and try to make it up. This guy's a genius. I hope he makes good movies after this. No, no. Um, Look, I like him. I like him. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. But no, he goes on to write uh, something called Domino. It's like an L.A. bounty hunter thing. And I that movie. Yeah. Right. And he did something called Southland Tales, which I put in my DVD to see what it's like. Oh, you did? Good, good. Tell me what you think when you watch that movie. At okay. least tell me what you think after the first hour. Then tell me what you think after the second hour. And then finally, tell me what you think after the last 90 minutes. And then I would love to hear you. <laughs> okay. Now we learn that Donnie has <laughs> go, takes medication and, and he goes to a shrink. And they're fighting and they're cursing in front of the little daughter. He, go, <laughs> he goes, you're such like a, a fuck ass. <laughs> He goes, she's like, what is a fuck ass? <laughs> there you go. Donnie, Donnie. Settle down, kid. Watch, listen to this one. I'm all ears. <laughs> you yeah, are behind me. So now we get the teenage angst, like, get out of my room, I'm reading, you know, that sort of thing. I would like to know where you go at night, you know. He's troubled. And so they're going to fight, and then when she leaves and closes the door, he actually calls her a bitch. But he kind of doesn't mean it. Right. Well, look, doesn't he die from a airplane crashing into his house? I mean, yep. you know, cut the guy some Yeah. Don't want to ruin this movie for you, but <laughs> no, but like it, that's a good thing that he dies in the crash. <laughs> it's a good thing. It's a good thing. He doesn't want to die. He's all like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's keep he, this movie going." He wants to die. Should... Okay, look, what's happening is he's going to actually go into a tangent universe just like our own that's fated to die and save the real universe okay so he wants to die <laughs> he's sacrificed oh. no he does listen he he there's a time when it goes out of joint he has the ability not to die he knows the right thing to do is die and he's like fuck it i'm gonna go to a halloween party <laughs> i'm gonna go watch evil Dead. 
right? I mean, he, he does, does both of those times. things. Oh, I should check out that guy in the costume. Well, I got to go to the party to see it first. The guy in the costume uh, is actually the sister's uh, boyfriend. And so at one point, Donnie sees his real face. And I just don't understand why he doesn't go, you're the boyfriend. Right. Oh, Mike Dukakis. There he is, Dukakis. Now, Mike, something yes. is about to happen, which will create a tangent universe. Oh, it's during the uh, debates from 88? Oh, no. Let's hear this debate. Oh, so where's the beef lady is going to get some beef and seems to be a lot of whack. All right, here we go. Team Read minus. my lips. October 2nd, 1988. October 2nd, 1988. Did you catch that? Yes, my birthday is October 1st, Carl. I'm still waiting for the, the happy birthday, you know, from 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's sleepwalking? Estarco. Uh, is it Estarco? It is D. Darko. It's and you know why he's sleepwalking is because a rabbit told him, like, come here, Donnie. So he's like, yes, I, uh, I hear and obey. Carl, we're watching the same movie. What fucking rabbit? <laughs> this is rabbit. He is the manipulated dead. And he is going to manipulate Donnie, the manipulated living. Uh, I said that wrong. Yeah. Well, look how young he is. God, it's trying to be nuts. Now, did you see he just grabbed a magic marker? Yeah. Okay. And he's out the door. Oh, right. He's going to, like, fuck up Patrick Swayze. I totally forgot about that. He's going to draw a mustache on him while he sleeps at night. It's a very funny scene. <laughs> hey, who mustache <laughs> The manipulated marker. Okay, I'm going to put on some audio because so you can hear the rabbit. All right. There's the rabbit. 3PS5. It's a long movie. I don't know if I want to wait that long. <laughs> it's 28 days, and that's how long it really, in real life, took to shoot this film. Isn't that funny? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Look, this is just like the 80s. We used to fall asleep with the TV snow, and then we would have sodas by our bed. Oh, that's a uh, lamp. Okay, now God, something's about to happen to create a tangent universe. You ready? Uh-huh. Is it going to be an airplane crash? No, Michael! What? It's not an airplane. It's just a jet engine. So it lands in Donnie Darko's bedroom, but he's not there because the rabbit told him to leave the house. Bingo. And said, 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds from now, the world will end. I don't really have time, man. I just, this is an hour and 90-minute movie already. <laughs> no, I wish it was 90 It's It's a two-hour movie. God, I'm really going to push this. Okay, guess what? We are now in a tangent universe. Oh, 
you woke up in the golf course of a tangent universe? With Patrick Swayze. You know it's an alternative universe with Patrick Swayze standing over you. Look at him. Swayze looks pretty good. Yeah, he does. Magic marker in his hand, and look what he wrote. 28 days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, and 12 seconds, Michael. You can make it. What's with this weird font on his hand and then in the placard? They're like October 22nd. It looks like, I don't know. You know, the font of the movie looks kind of Arabic, you see. Now, this movie released one month after 9-11. They changed the poster to not look Arabic. Interesting. They also took out the World Trade Center reference. (laughs) Um, Also, the the (laughs) ad had a crashing plane, you know. So they couldn't really advertise it. It was hardly – nobody came to the theater to watch this movie because they didn't know about it. Because it was also a crashing plane in 9-11, what you're saying. That's what they thought, yeah. This thing was going to go straight to video at one point, and then Cinemax was like, well, we'll buy it. There's a lot of stars, you know. Yeah, right. You got Noah from ER, and you got (laughs) the Dylan Hall. And you got – you got the dad from fucking uh, Donnie Darko. Look at him, man. <laughs> the dad from Donnie Darko's in it. <laughs> <laughs> and that little that girl from S. Darko. <laughs> yeah, right. This is like the prequel. Now, the prequel look, to Mike, S. Darko. Look, they walk right under the engine. They would never do that in real life. For insurance right. reasons alone. Also, wouldn't there be like a lot? Well, I guess these are the federales. This is a federal matter. It's FAA. Now, look, you see the fat guy with sunglasses? Yeah, uh-huh. that's Seth Rogen. You see, it's Seth Rogen. You will see him uh, in a red jumpsuit spying on the family later. Oh, okay. Sure. I guess they have to explain in the director's cut. Now, look, you see, that is the artifact that made the tangent universe. It's made of metal. Right. That's very important. Very important. And it could have killed. That's very important, too. It should have killed. You see, the artifact, whenever there's a time loop like this, there is an artifact, and usually it's a weapon. This time it was a jet engine, but it sure could have killed him. So what do you mean? So there's a time loop, right? It's because there's a gun involved, or let's say I'm in a time loop. Carl, let's say I'm in a time. Okay. All right. All right. All right, Rain Man. (laughs) The fourth dimension is a very stable place. The primary universe is very stable, but sometimes it gets corrupted. And when it does, it a part of it goes into a tangent universe. It creates a duplicate copy that's not stable. And it's gonna the world is gonna end in like about a month, three weeks. You know, it's always oh, it's different. Not stable. Right. But some weird force takes a person who's died and makes and makes them manipulate a living person to save the primary universe. See, it's gonna make like a black hole and it's gonna swallow up the primary universe unless Donnie does his job. Oh, which will uh illuminate the tangent universe and stabilize the mm. primary universe. Mike, you're talking to Carl Sagan. You're exactly right. So I get it. So the the 
superheroes that exist on this world exist mm-hmm. in Prime. And the superheroes from 60 years ago exist on Earth 2. And then the superheroes that existed during World War II are in Earth 3. And then you have the evil superheroes, which is Earth 4, where the superheroes are supervillains, and the supervillains are superheroes. Oh, wait, here's Seth Rogen. <laughs> okay, here's Seth Rogen. Okay, now... Donnie has two, like, nondescript friends. They're just there as plot points to be his friends when he needs to be around friends. And look, see this girl? She's right. a very sweet girl. Her name's, like, Tanita or something. She only ever says, shut up, shut up. And she's really a sweetheart who gets picked on. Um, right. Yeah, so throughout the film, we're going to get to know her a little bit, only with that shut up, but she's hurt inside. Then she does this very pretty dance, and then Donnie says something nice to her. She's just part of it. They're being a jerk to her right now. And she's going, shut up! <laughs> we're in a parallel universe. Yes, we're in a parallel in universe. Country. Okay, here's yeah. a very yeah, nice talking. scene. Whoa, the old back of the school bus camera yeah. angle. <laughs> this guy's a genius. Years old. Look at this. He's just playing confidence. Richard Kelly, film director, Sternan R. He did a good job with this. Yeah. Oh, there's bad guy with. bully. Oh, him and Seth Rogen guy. are the him and Seth Rogen are the bad guys. You'll see. Yeah, but he talks, right? Seth Rogen does not speak a word in this movie. Yeah, he does. The first thing he says is, I like your kids. That's Betty. <laughs> She's oh, gonna. Right, be, oh, Betty. there's love interest, love interest, and look, you know mm-hmm. what, Mike? Even though she's alive right now, she's one of the manipulated dead. Seth Rogen giving was... cocaine, cocaine, Canadian cocaine. There's the principal. Look at this one shot and sped up and shit. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> I saw when I saw this movie, I was like, "What the fuck? Who directed this movie?" <laughs> He's it was old. It's probably your age. No, it was eighty eight. No, he he. Listen, this guy's younger than us. Yeah, I know. Around there in the age. I this know. Is all his imagination. There's Patrick oh, Swayze looking it. great. He looks great, but I don't get this. He's a national like cult guy, but he's hanging around this one particular high school. No, he just hit now. He lives in the community, and his book took off, and his tapes are selling. He's new. Uh, he's the new rich. Oh, here's Andrew Barrymore. It's Noah Wiley, Andrew Barrymore. Andrew looks like a ghost. Well, yeah, I guess. He's good in this movie. Uh-oh, sparkle motion. They're all doing star search. It's really well done. It's really well done. And look how ha- nice this is. Look at this. Yeah. Look at this hug. It's all well done. Well, people used to hug in the before times. It's not no, awkward. not like that. Okay. Now, look, Drew composes herself, and she goes to be a teacher. Uh-huh. And then, then this movie sticks his head up his ass. Watership Town is a book about, uh, I guess, bunny <laughs> rabbits and uh, drowning and sinking ships. Okay, look. Right? No, Let's it's Graham Green. No, no, no. It's Graham Green, whose birthday is uh-huh. also October 2. And he wrote a book called The Destructors, in which they 
flood an old man's house and burn his money. What? That's anarchy. <laughs> Donnie thinks you it's know, okay. You, Donnie thinks they were just trying know, to see what happens when you make the world crazy. Oh, when you burn down shit, Pete. <laughs> oh, that's very Pete. Donnie will burn down sheet. He does. He fucking tort doesn't he like fuck up the he fucks up the school pretty badly. He fucks up the school and he fucks up Patrick Swayze. He does. He does his number of Patrick Swayze. But what you I see, get is like so he's a, Yeah. He's the manipulated mm-hmm. living, so he's got some superpowers he doesn't know about. He can conjure fire, he can do telekinesis, he can he has super strength. But listen, during the real universe, he just kind of sleepwalks and, and causes shit anyway, right? I mean, I guess, but he's manipulated by a rabbit. Gotcha. Okay, here comes love interest, the manipulated dead, and she has just been told by Drew Barrymore to sit next to the boy who you think is the cutest. Yeah, that's really weird. You know, he did, Richard Kelly did a movie called The Box, and he had Cameron Diaz as a teacher, and she was kind yeah, of weird, too, as a teacher. Uh, 2009. Did he make another movie after that, or was it just those three movies? Uh, that's Directed. it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, he did He did write Domino, and that's pretty good. Listen, I like this guy a lot. He just, he <laughs> broke in with a excellent script and a great... Okay, she's chosen Donnie, as you can see, and a great movie that was really well done. The thing it's lacking is all this stuff I'm telling you comes from this book uh, called The Philosophy of Time Travel, and we don't see it in the movie. It's not explained. I'm not sure why it became a cult classic because it was confusing. In the director's cut, you see The Philosophy of Time Travel book. We, we should give a, a shout out to the director's cut, notorious director's cut, which uh, I, I agree, many consider it worse than the original movie. You know, I watched longer, the original. But... It has like some cheesy like uh, computer special effects of like rotating skulls and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and it'll say like bleep blorp, watership down is an is a metaphor for bleep blorp. You know, like it just doesn't make any sense. You're supposed to see the clapboard in the reflection. Now, they're talking about the FAA and the shrink, and they're about to crash into somebody. Oh, no. Whoa. Is it the rabbit? It is not the oh, rabbit. No, I forgot about her. She's so weird time travel lady. Yeah, right? She wrote a, a book on time travel. That's right. She wrote the book, The Philosophy of Time Travel. Carl, why didn't my realtor tell me how colorful my town is? I just moved in. I didn't know our sparrow lived here. <laughs> how interesting. Where are you guys? Hmm, you have a televangelist, cult leader, and a time travelist? In your one town. Good point, Mike. Yeah. In your Virginia. <laughs> they considered Vince Vaughn to play his part. This film would have been interesting in a time travel movie. I would have watched it. But it would have, he would have been way too old. Right. Yeah, this is kind of a golden age for the Google and the Hall. They, they could still kind of play a teenager. 
He's pretty old. With uh, Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg considered the part, but he also was uh, too yeah, old. Yeah, two thousand one. Also, he yeah. wanted to have this weird thing in which he did the character with a lisp, and and the director was just was not going for it. Yeah, I think the director's word was even for me. That's a little too much. <laughs> Are you kidding, Gilding the Lily? He, he's revealing to the psychiatrist that he has an imaginary friend, and that is the bunny rabbit. Now, you've seen the movie Harvey, right, with uh, Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a, a rabbit imaginary friend. Oh, this they is don't, crazy. That doesn't get discussed, you know what I mean? He doesn't ever, in any interview or anything, talk. Nobody asks him that question. He never speaks to that point. Seth Rogen. Yeah, look at that, Rogen. That's all right. He looks good clean-shaven. Mm-hmm. Like he did in that oh, observe and report. Yeah, he was clean-shaven and excellent in that movie. It's only when he has a beard that he's kind of loses. <laughs> the, the thing I liked about that observe and report is he was a completely different character. You know, he wasn't Seth Rogen, yeah, who he, we know. He was like a Danny McBride in that movie. I guess he I don't know little, who that is. But well, Danny McBride shows up in that movie. He has a tattoo of a little kid on his arm. Mm-hmm. I did oh. see the film. Right, well, he, Danny McBride and the, that film director tend to make these films about like terrible people, the Pittsburgh way. And uh-huh. he's found in uh, uh, Vice Principals, the the whole gemstones, the righteous gemstones. No. All right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a dummy. He played himself, and this is the end. That guy. Okay. Oh, he played himself, and this is the end. Uh, is he African American? No, you're thinking of Craig Robinson. Really, African American. Is he from movie. Canada? And he was the one who's like thin and skinny. Oh, forget it. Never mind. Look, the buddy's here. I got to go. My Uber rides here. Two <laughs> stars. That? Rabbit costume. Okay, look, the rabbit made him get an axe. And go uh-huh. to his school, and now he's going to use his super strengths. This is a this is water like, main, not a quarter main. Me of, of, <laughs> the quarter main's a great band. Quarter flash. Uh, in the librarian, wasn't uh, what's his name? Er guy, a, a quarter main. Oh right, he because he's a librarian. Are you talking about that librarian series? Yeah. What well, isn't his last name quarter main? I forget. Never mind. Okay, now they're getting the great news. The school is closed. Yay, we don't have to wait for the bus. Look at Jake. No school today. Look in the 80s how we wore shirts with collars and, I don't know, the word isn't khakis. And we wore pants. They weren't jeans, you know. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids do not do that Ah. Principal shoes are wet. He sucks, principal. That's right. Now, look, super strength, super strength. They're like, that solid iron. How can you do that? And look, how high off the ground is it? How did he do he's it? Paul Bunyan. He, he turned into Paul Bunyan. He got his axe blue. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> his axe blue. <laughs> he, got, he, got he, he knocked off look, a bunch of other maybe. They, but who? Who? 
Okay, so we should really hear Seth Rogen's first line about the girl's tits. This is his first movie role, first movie line. I like your mood. Yeah, me too. So they're obviously just creeping on her like assholes. So she's like, would you walk me home? What about the other girl? Other girl? Oh, oh, all right. It was just one girl. I'm sorry. I I think a, a rabbit appeared and, and took me to a parallel movie with those two girls. <laughs> There's Chinita. Is that what you mentioned her? Yeah. Chinita is yeah. not a love interest. Chinita is like... Uh, Jake's compa—I mean, Donnie's compassion for the living, the manipulated living. <laughs> One of the reasons why he sacrifices himself is her. Ah, I think it's because he's just selfish. He mm -hmm. said, "Well, I think I can help her as long as I can. I don't want to be around when the world ends." That's the only reason why he did it is because he didn't want to be around when the world ended. Selfish, selfish Darko. So now we learn that Gretchen isn't her real name. She had her change her name. Her stepfather was like a, a, a abusive, you know, he stabbed the mother with a knife. So he got away. So they ran to this new community and changed their names. He tells us everybody. Listen to this. Oh, that's terrible. He goes, she goes, Donnie Darko, what is that? You sound like a superhero or something. And he goes, what do you, what makes you think I'm not? So he knows kind of that he has a big superhero power. I don't know if he knows, but the universe knows, you know, it's in his brain. It's oh, a lot man, of metaphysical he... stuff going on here. Here's my impression of Carl receiving Southland Tales on DVD from Netflix. Oh, cool. Southland Tales is on DVD. Came with the mail today. <laughs> Honey, I'm blocking off the rest of the day to watch this movie. <laughs> Don't I do not want to be disturbed. Hold my calls. Hold my calls. And honey, honey, please, would hold you hold my calls while I watch this? Oh. Just sit here in this chair. Honey, I'm going to go into projection more in the screening room. Don't don't bother me for the next three and a half hours. Now, Donnie asks her out to like be a girlfriend, be his girlfriend, and surprise, surprise, she goes yes. Now, doesn't this remind you of, uh, of uh, Blue Velvet, the town when when Kyle McLaughlin's walking her home? I guess yes. It was super suburban and rich. Yeah. It's not yeah, really rich. rich. It's like uh, we're upper middle class. Their houses are far house? apart and, you know. And lawns. But they still have sidewalks, and that means suburban neighborhood, which is not what the rich do. Oh, right. Okay, so now so there's more. Okay, let me just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to hypnotize. She is going to hypnotize him, okay? And we don't learn too right. much in this because he starts to get sexually excited. He's even going to jerk off, and she she zaps him out of it. 
But what's interesting is he refers to Christina Applegate. You know, he's talking about married with children. Uh, but there was a right. Alyssa Milano. What what was she in? What was that? Who's the boss? Oh, yeah, right. She, uh, from Who's the Boss? That was who was in the script. And she said no. And they went to Christina Applegate or they went to, yeah, okay. I mean, there's money in it, sure. Do you think she got paid money for being in a reference about an 80s movie? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, in the because, 80s. Well, I don't know. Alyssa Milano did, it says legal reasons. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe in, to avoid yeah. getting sued, they switched. You it know what the Spanish? Who's the boss of Spanish? Is Kenneth L. Darko. 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 I'm trying to rhyme S and. Oh, Essay. That means brother, I think. You could say Essay Darko. I didn't do it right. Look, he's uh, starting to masturbate. Look. And she yeah, goes, oh, shit. Clap, clap. <laughs> what? what the Why hell? You have my Why is this bottle up my ass? <laughs> Doctor. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't tell you that's uh, that violates uh, doctor-patient confidentiality. Now, that doctor, hurt. that's Kathleen Ross. She was like in the graduate, and you know, she was the star of the Stepford Wives. She was in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. I mean, she was a big deal. She came out of retirement to do this film in like 99 or 2000. Huh. 2000, I think it was. I don't know. And then the director's like, Do you want to be a Southland Tales? It's like, Yeah, I'll pass. I think <laughs> I'm going to go retire again. You, you know what else sucks? She was paid scale. And so was the mom, by the way. Really? So he hates women. What? Uh-oh. Maggie, uh, how do you say it? Gyllenhaal? What is it? Jake, right? Or, or Maggie? Yeah, what, what's the last name? Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal. Maggie Gyllenhaal was paid bucks. I mean, she was paid, let's see. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Mona Lisa Smile. I mean, I know her from Batman. See, Batman was directed by Christopher Nolan, and Christopher Nolan was the guy who convinced them to put this in theaters. Yeah, because I'm sure he saw this film and he said, this director is something else. You know, this is definitely a cool sounding. Now, look, now we established that Donnie is a crack shot. Okay. Okay. And they have a discussion yeah. about the Smurfs. <laughs> right. Well, that's what we did in the 80s. I'm telling you, guys are genius. It's like I went back 30 years. They had complete Here's permission the... from the Smurf people to talk about Smurfs don't oh. fuck. Hannah and Barbara gave the okay for that. <laughs> it was, they had to go through Brady. <laughs> you got to fill out this paperwork. Okay, Brady. And, and, and Jokey has a gift for you. There would be a basket. So the Just thing is, always like, yeah, they allowed them to say like uh, they made Smurfs made pornographic movies and Papa Smurf watched them and they allowed it all. But the point the yeah, director's trying to make is Donnie's like Smurfs have no dicks and what's the point of life if you don't have a dick? 
you ever seen the movie Slacker, the Richard Linklater movie, where it just goes around Austin all day and listening to people talk? These, these people talk about how the Smurfs uh, yeah. were there to make drama look normal, like to get you used to see blue people. <laughs> uh, that sounds great. It's called what again? Slacker. That's Slacker. an old school movie. Okay, I'm writing. Yeah, it. it's like a like yeah. I'm it's putting a bunch in my of TV stuff. View. Oh man, what a double feature right there! Southside Tales DVD followed by Slacker DVD. DVD, and it's a he goes around. Okay, okay. Now, once again, we see Grandma Deaf, who's the author of the book, and she keeps going to the mailbox to see if there's right. the right. And the bitchy asshole gym teacher lady, who's also a parent, you know, we get to n dislike her again because she's like, "I'm going to call social services." Now look, she just checked her mail, yeah. right? Yeah. But no, she no turns place. around. I mean, maybe mails come now. <laughs> yeah. Well, what is time in a flat circle? The truth is she's waiting for a letter. She's waiting for a letter from someone who is a manipulated living. The next time there's a tangent universe. She wrote that book because somehow she was part of one. And she wrote that book for, I don't know if she was part of one. It's a mystery why she wrote the book, but but she expects that it's going to happen, and she'll get a letter from the person who did it. Ooh, emergency PTA meeting. That sounds dire. Well, the school was flooded. Yeah, but I mean, like, anytime you have to bring the parents into an emergency, they don't need to have a meeting. <laughs> thanks for the fucking all our seats in the auditorium are soaking wet also parents thanks for coming to the auditorium tonight sorry about the seats <laughs> well I can't turn up the um, sound my computers well, I, I wanted anything. you to hear Kitty she is like I can't believe this filth is being taught in our schools because it talks about flooding you know the book uh, talks about flooding what the house Oh, so he worship down and inspired Donnie Darko to flood the, uh, oh, taking pills, going to see some CGI. Now, it's not Watership Down, it's The Deceivers, is that what it was called? By the right, author of Graham. Yeah. That's when you have an unripe uh, graham cracker. <laughs> yeah, green graham. It's got to be moldy. Don't complain. Eat your graham cracker. This chocolate milk is curdled. Well, Do not complain. Who's in the mirror? Uh, CGI monster. Look at that. Look at that CGI. Wow, trippy. I wasn't expecting CGI in this movie. Right? You weren't expecting special effects in this movie. Trippy. Yeah, so that guy was in uh, Anchorman. Like when they cut to the the, the camera crew, and the, the people Are on the Are you sure? Board. It, you're talking about the husband. And the husband shows up at South Park, uh, Southland Tales. Yeah, Osborne Harris, or whatever the guy's name is. Some weird name. He's so uninteresting that I kind of didn't look him up. Let's see here. <laughs> he, he is. Osborne, Danny Darko dad. I've seen him in Danny Darko scene. 
I didn't look him uh, up. He w- I did. I mean, literally, I did look him up. I just didn't write anything down. It was tri- triple boring. Same thing with the little yeah. girl. She just went on to do S. Darko, and that's really interesting. Oh, here it is. No, no, that's not it. That's There's Mary McDonald, who right. was so excited that she got the part. She got she got her first ever speeding ticket. Wow, that's a great story. She was driving to the stage. She was also paid scale. I heard she got a speeding ticket driving away from Southland Tales. Get that script away from me. Uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen. Okay, this whole guy's philosophy is that you're held back by your fear, okay? And you got to head towards the other end of the spectrum, which is love, okay? And if you look at every problem that you have in your life, it's all about your fear. And every success and everything great is all about love. Oh, you know what? That's okay. It makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this all ass backwards. <laughs> I was afraid you were. Oh, it was fear. I was a fear. I love this. Uh, Danita gets one. Hey. Wow, free books. Free books in school. What's the catch? <laughs> this is not too far off about the garbage that they have in school. That's on the other train. Okay, now uh, Anita reads hers, and you know, this girl didn't study for school, so what she's gonna do is cheat. Now, is that fear or love? And Chanita correctly chooses fear. Yeah. Well, it's also a love to cheat. There is a love to cheat, and when you get a good grade, you've succeeded, and that's love. Now, Donnie reads a situation that's hypothetical, but it really doesn't have anything to do with fear or love. It's like returning a wallet and keeping the money. That's not done out of fear. It's like done out of being a jerk. Now, this is not the director's cut. This this scene was actually in the movie. Yeah. (laughs) Cut that out. Donnie, stop talking back to the teacher, dude. Yeah, really. Seth Rogen is disapproving. Yeah. Yeah. Have they ever been in another movie together? Not, I don't think so. I didn't look up Seth Rogen just because he's so known. I don't need to tell anybody. This guy was the doctor in MASH, you know. Right, right. This guy was in Creeper Creepers as Ambulance Man 1. Okay, so she tells Kitty to shove it up her ass. And so he's in the principal's office, and they've suspended him from after-school activities. Oh, no. Well, you're right. The parents are doing it all, like, smirking, like, what our son said is cool. Blah, blah, yeah. Respectable, but we're still going to have a smirky face on it. He does not buy this shit. 
Yeah, I guess this is all 80s, right? This is what they did in the 80s. So weird. And look at his dad. <laughs> he's going to vote for Dukakis, I think, in this universe. Yeah, he's not going to vote for Dukakis in any tangent universe. <laughs> There's no way. He's going to dress down the teacher. Now she's getting a talking to from Kitty and really like getting chewed out, kind of. Even though I'm getting paid scale, I just want to take the opportunity to tell you to shove it. <laughs> I'm getting paid scale too. It was actually on the set of Charlie's Angels that Drew Barrymore and Richard Kelly agreed that she, her, you know, flower films would do it. It was they they produced it for four and a half million dollars, and Barry Barrymore had to have a part. Um, yeah, she had a good it, role in this. It was going to go straight to video or to the television stars. So anyway, it it through the influence, they got to the 2001 Sundance Film Festival and this new market films that we know is the host of this channel did release it in October, even though it was right after 9-11. Right. Well, we had changed the plans. We originally wanted to release it before any national tragedy, but, you know, here we are. And it was Christopher Nolan who said to New Market, come on, guys, put it in the, in the movie theater. Yeah, put it in the movie theater. People don't want to watch movies at home. Yeah, they no. got to go to the movies. Noah gets his first real part. I mean, Donnie asks about time travel. And right. he's a teacher, and it's interesting. Janita somehow's listening. I don't know why. Because it's a bad world. world. Da -na -na. Mad world. I'm sure S. Tarko is like, everybody wants to rule the world. <laughs> you know, the father who's a no-name, it was Tim Robbins who was the first choice. Oh, he would have been a good father. Like, he has the same kind of hobbit look to him. Yep. Right? He would have been a perfect father. Well, now, I give a shout out to him. It was 2001, oh, right? How old? I don't know if he would have looked the part. He would have looked fine. He's kind of ageless. Mm -hmm. I saw him in a movie called Deep Eyes. I-E-Y-E-S, D-H-I-S. Uh -huh. And it's about a video set that a uh, boy recorded stuff. He got a video camera for his birthday in the 80s. And he recorded TV shows and himself. And it's a parody of just, it's all shot on video. It's a parody of the 80s. It's good. Netflix. Directed by Eyes. Uh, Plural? Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Hulu. It's on Hulu. I can't get it on Netflix on DVD. <laughs> no, you can try it with this DVD, but you can just go to Hulu and watch it. <laughs> that could take it down. They don't have that many movies. Good point. This is all so shot in um, a high school, Loyola High School in LA. This really isn't in the, you know, Richard Kelly grew up in Middlesex, uh, in a Virginia town. Similarly named, oh, but he didn't. See, Southland Tale in the second movie, he goes full on in a late parody. You saw it? Parody. 
Oh, I've seen it a hundred million times. hundred million times. Okay. Where yeah, do I see it if not times. DVD, right? It has to be DVD. Yeah, you can see it on DVD. I don't know. I mean, I never typed it in to see if uh, it's on one of the streaming services. Okay, so it's um, – he's showing the book that the teacher gave him, and it is The Philosophy of Time Travel. And it was written by that old lady they almost run over all the time. They're, you know, they're learning. Huh. They had nearly killed an author. That's right. Yeah. Even. Uh-oh. So I'm going to say trampoline. Ironic. <laughs> Why is it ironic? Because it's a fun time thing, but looks menacing when you slow it down. And then it looks funny anymore, and that's the irony. Okay. Now I get it. You know what irony is. I do. Um, irony was, I think, what it was 800 BCE, right? That's that was the Irony uh -huh. Age. Um, that's right. I'm, well, that's what you did before temp, uh, before your temp job. You had irony on the clothing you had. <laughs> yeah, well, it looked good. For the new job. I'm gonna. You know what I'm going to do, Shirt? I'm going to put you – I'm going to wear you like pants. Oh, the irony. Are you ironing your shirts? <clears throat> okay, so oh. now what we're learning is about – like Frank says that there's a time travel, and the old lady – you know, the author said – whispered in his ear and said – that every living thing dies alone and now he's like i don't want to die alone and he he's when he says alone he doesn't just mean people he means god and he just doesn't think if there's a god anymore because it's a ridiculous question you can never know and you'll die not knowing so he doesn't talk about it anymore and oh. yeah frank wants him to time travel that's that's just hinted at actually This movie doesn't make any sense. I'm falling asleep. Carl, Carl, this movie's boring the shit out of me. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, no, let me try to find something back. interesting. No, uh, I'm back. I'm back, man. Oh, wait. Uh, hey, okay, the infomercials from Patrick Swayze were actually shot at Patrick Swayze's ranch in Calabas, California. Isn't that interesting? Oh, I am so wide awake to hear that. That's exciting. Oh, man. Well, yeah, in 2003, actually... Richard Kelly released the Donnie Darko book. Wow, a whole book? Mm-hmm. It could... Well, I know, like, if you get the DVD, they have the Patrick Swayze video and the separate bunk DVD extra. Like, they they edited it, to, you know, to make it, like, a maybe seven-minute-long kind of SNL sketchy <laughs> uh, video thing. It's funny, yep. you know, it's... it's and you can see bits and pieces from it that they used in the movie. So it makes sense yeah. to shoot the whole thing and then just use it as a source. Now, the director, before he finished the script, he was high and he was watching football, just like they are now. And the commentator, uh, Madding, like did these drawings on the frozen frames of where the players would go. And then he hit play. And, of course, they went there. So being stoned as shit, he got this idea that everything would have a trail coming out of its stomach, 
leading you. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that's such a weird. Look at that. It looks like I'm watching the abyss. The abyss <laughs> too. The, the suburbs. Maggie. So the way his father's going to go is predestined, which is straight to video. <laughs> right. Straight to the control room. The dark his sister. Yeah. So now Donnie sees his own. And he likes it because, like, yeah. he's like schizophrenic, is he? See, that's the thing about this film. They're, he's supposed to be a schizophrenic, but if all this is real, it's the tangent universe, right? Well, he's in control, I guess, or like, I don't know. He's got to get convinced to, to save the real universe, you see. But first, he has to go to the, uh, Windowsill where the alluring aroma of pie has uh, swept his nostrils into the room. Oh no, wait, it's from CGI. Or so he finds a gun or something like that. Right, he finds a gun. It's it. He was led there by, I don't know, his destiny bubble or something to find it. It's got some serious CGI money on this movie. It's like I'm watching uh, James Cameron. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it got me a gun. Now we hear a plane flying overhead super low, just foreshadowing that somehow a plane is involved in his saving the world. Huh. I'll check mark that for later. Twelve days left. I think I was done with high school in 88. I was in college. You were, you graduated in it. 87. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So in '88, I was in a, I was college. You went to Brandeis in. Yeah. And I would send out. you letters. <laughs> yeah, that's right, girl. And I would come visit that's... and get ill. <laughs> <laughs> Which we won't talk about on a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Now he doesn't get to kiss her. But it's not because she doesn't want to kiss. She just wants to do it in a time that's like perfect in which the world is a nice place, you know. And right now there's this guy staring at him. And it's the FAA guy, even though we don't really – it doesn't really get explained. Yeah. So her like affection and kissing and everything, like it's part of the trick, the, the lure. She's manipulated dead. Yeah, that guy's so weird. He was just like hanging out like that. Yeah. So now they learn that their friend, their son has an imaginary friend, you know, and it's they get right. shocked. You mean my son is a crazy? I mean, he's schizophrenic. He sees things and he talks to a bunny rabbit. <laughs> Me, Darby. Right. Have you seen the movie Us? U.S. Gordon uh, Jordan Peele movie, maybe a lot of a lot of rabbits in that one. It's like evil doppelgangers that hang out at uh, uh, the beach. Evil the beach. doppelgangers. They take your form. Yeah, they like hang out in the fun houses. They're waiting to be escape and take over. 
They're like, it's the family, and they see like a bunch of evil families, so it's uh-huh. family, but it's like evil and after each other. But there's a lot of rabbits in that movie. Should I watch it? Yeah, it's good. Did What's it like called again? Um, DVD Q. U.S. U.S. DVD. Uh-huh. What year? Yeah. Oh, gosh. 2018, 2019. Oh, so it's I can stream it. Okay, this is boring. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the money they I spent. I... Yeah, oh, I know. Like, it, and then you get the director's cut and like, even more special effects. It's special effecty. When in doubt, throw in those special effects. <laughs> I don't know. I think this is a great film. Are you interested? I love this movie. Yeah, it was a huge influence when I saw it. I couldn't believe a film like this existed. It was pretty cool. <laughs> this is before like every like every cheap movie is like, oh, there's time travel involved. I think we're in a cheap time loop. <laughs> How do you mean? Well, by saying we're in a time loop, I just saved $2 million in special effects. <laughs> Right? That's a time travel movie. Oh, we're time traveling. Yeah? Yeah, I guess we are. Okay. Boom. No money spent. You know what I would like is like um, a, a time travel movie that really does explain what they're doing. Not like, we found a wormhole. We pushed the way right. back machine. Well, why should we do? We just saw the scene where Andrew and uh, Noah are making fun of Donnie Darko's name. Like, I had to admit the fact that they're dating kind of adds something to the movie. Yeah. I think so, too. Now, yeah. what we're getting now is this whole pitch about fear. And, you know, it's that, good morning, I can't hear you. Good morning. You know, it's the standard <laughs> motivational. Correctional School 187, let's hear it. I didn't mean the correctional school that's the 187 number i just came up with a ps number ps 187 up seth rogan seth rogan sighting he's got a he he went to the barbershop and said give me a swayze (laughs) dirty dancing oh Oh, yeah that's the name of the rabbit oh Coincidence? I think not. Uh oh, chaos in the auditorium. I am too short for a microphone stand. Yeah. All right. He says like he gets bullied and he wants to learn how to fight. And Patrick Swayze's like, that is the fear talking, boy. <laughs> yeah. Wow, there's like a big age difference. Uh-oh, here comes Donnie. Yeah, here comes the smart ass. Huh, what, Donnie? Donnie, that's outrageous. How rude! Oh, my God, he's disrupting the auditorium. I feel he's sorry like for that. you, son. He's a self-righteous white boy. 
Well, I'm just saying, you know, I, I live at home. So he's being personally attacked, you know, like how much are they paying you for being here? And I think you're the uh, the devil or I forget exactly what he says. Lucifer. He is the devil. The Antichrist, that's what he says, the Antichrist. Wow, that's like all that strange. Well, of course the school is banned to be there. It's not good enough for free. There's one lady in the audience who goes on to be an actress of little note, but I've seen her face and stuff. Oh, Meryl Streep right there. Right, Meryl Streep. That's right. Oh, it's yeah. Fran Drescher. <laughs> wow. Holy What's cow. All right. All right, Donnie. Your rough shenanigans are out of here, right. you. Go sit down. Go sit down next to the end. I love you. Yay, he told us what. Now he's ranting and, you know, and she's like, calm down. and He can't, he's wired up. <laughs> he's the living receiver. He's receiving the artifact. I do like the little hangout place where they got like a full on couch in the middle. Yeah, of and he drinks alcohol and shoots guns at bottles. And it's right across the street from the house of uh, the author. So he's going to write her a letter, right? Yes, he is. Be like, I fucked with your face. I fucked you up, man. You were expecting a letter. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> While you're sleeping, I did a mustache. <laughs> I wasn't even hypnotized. I, I was completely conscious when I did it. Now he admits that he's been seeing stuff like hallucinating, like those time uh, bubble things from the abyss, and they're all in that book. Bling, 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 Okay, so now they're having a heart-to-heart -heart about time travel, if it's possible, and if you're doing, it's, you know, if you could see your own future, wouldn't you do something different? He goes, not if you're following God's plan or God's path, and then he's like, I can't have this conversation with you. I might lose my job, and then, like, he's really cool about it, and he says, okay. Well, I think this is a great scene. This is where basically the teacher says, you know what, this is just, I can't, this is not my favorite. You know, <laughs> right. I'm at the school. What more do you want from me? This Noah Wild, you know, he was in ER and he won an Emmy there, but uh, he was also like one of the guys in A Few Good Men, one of the accused, and he was Steve oh, wow. Jobs in in Pirates of Silicon Valley. That's right, with Michael Anthony Hall playing. Uh, right, uh, I enjoyed that. Who's playing Bill Gates? Right. Right. That's right. And so of course, the librarian. It's a franchise. Yeah, that's like TBS. It's like coming up next, the librarian or more librarians. <laughs> that's right. Are you are you on a cliffhanger from Librarians Three? Well, don't worry, TBS got you covered. <laughs> we went ahead and did a fourth Librarians movie. What? It's true. 
crazy. You would think your TBS would have plenty of things to air. Not true. Uh, Donnie Bar- Darko got a little bump in 2016 because the calendar days of October that year fell the same. Oh, wow. Well, that's right. I had a Danny Darko calendar back then. Now he, has, he finds a wallet, and the wallet is the guru guy he hates, Patrick Swayze. And then the rabbit's like, now you know where he lived. Oh, so the rabbit threw it there. Here's the the philosophy of time travel, and he's showing it yeah, to. I think there's more of this in the in director's cut. She actually says in the director's cut that you you can stop taking your pills. They're a placebo. Letting us know. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh, but not in the movie. The original movie. Right, not in the movie. That got dropped. I don't know why. It just seems like more on more. I mean, like, the movie's pretty fucked up to begin with. He doesn't need to be taking placebos. (laughs) Oh, how 80s is that? Now we get a Seth Rogen, uh, like we get a lot of Seth Rogen. Oh, right on. So they're saying, yeah, what if you showed babies nice images? They would grow up nice then. And like they didn't think it through. Like maybe babies need their sleep at night, and they part the darkness is part. IMG, what a great idea, Carl. <laughs> IMG. Z I M G. O M G. O M G. O M G. Oh, look at those okay. guys. So you yeah, to... Now let's hear some Seth okay. Rogan stuff. Here he goes. Oh, oh, that's awful. <laughs> He's like, out, out, you are fired. Yeah, it's the same thing in the box. Like, this student acts like a total dick to Cameron Diaz. Like, this says nasty shit. Oh, it, time is right. Kissing, kissing. Now, she was in the Hunger Games, this Jenna Malone. What, and well, what territory was she from? Was she from like the rich territory? Or was she I, from, like, the... <laughs> I don't know. Now, check this out. They're going to go see, you already know, um, the Evil Dead. But originally, they intended to have Donnie and Gretchen go see Chud, 1984. Chud, really? Chud yeah. Chud one. I don't know, like, this is, this is kind of cool, like, it's pop culture on pop culture, you know, like. Well, guess why they couldn't do Chud? Uh, there were problems why? finding out who owned the rights to the movie. It's in the title, it's the, it's the cannibalistic humanoid underground story, <laughs> they own the rights. Just gotta go to the sewer in New York City. Yeah. They didn't pay money for so, the Evil Dead footage. This, uh, Sam Ra- Raimi, is that his name? Yeah, right. That's the director. He gave it to Timothy Kelly. I yeah. was talking to my good friend Chris Nolan. He told me what great movie you were doing. So, here, just take the kids. 
big Southland fails afterwards. Now, Donnie is a little annoyed with Rabbit. Why do you always wear that stupid Rabbit costume? Take it off. Oh, and then the Rabbit says, why do you wear a stupid human costume? Right. Like, Whoa! Exactly. Burn. Burn. Oh. Take it off. Frank the Rabbit, you turn the tables on me. Have you ever seen a Halloween costume that looks like that? Never. Never. Only now look, movies. look at Frank's eye. Now, the Frank we're seeing is the boyfriend of his sister. So why doesn't he go, you're, you know, you're Frank, the guy I know, yeah. you know? He doesn't do that. Listen, wouldn't you want to see your girlfriend's boyfriend fucked up like that? I guess. Now look how Gretchen sleeps through the whole thing. She has to. Right. She's well, also I mean, the manipulated death. Plus the movie's pretty boring. Mm -hmm. It's slow. No evil dead too. She's not the evil dead. She's the manipulated dead. All right, they're talking. What do you mean the world's going to die? Well, he goes, when's this going to end, Frank? And he goes, you should already know that. So, oh, he, I don't so know. Cool. It's some sort of distortion, and we see the house of Patrick Swayze. And he's like, you could burn it down. Oh, yeah. I think it's kind of cool to, to fuck up this movie because it's such a weird movie anyway. Like, right? It's like The Living Dead yeah. and... Uh, Different uh, evil time warps. There it is. Burn Swayze's house. Burn down his yeah. ranch. Watch, he's disappeared. See that? Yeah. One double feature. What's the, the other movie they're showing? Like, huh? The other. Oh darn! I I I read it, that and I didn't. I didn't copy it. I didn't think it was think important. It was I, there it is. Oh, no, that's Evil Dead. So he leaves Gretchen sleeping in the theater. Does he notice he doesn't really exist? Oh, here we go. Evil Dead, the left temptation of Christ. Yeah, oh, that's that right. Wow. Well, it's probably so scary. It would make a good Halloween. Like... Now, for yeah. the first time ever, we don't see Chinita like the victim she's leading something now she's doing something right now she's a lot of people think it's funny and one guy shouts out you suck like towards the end but she doesn't she's like yeah. she's no sparkle motion <laughs> there's sparkle motion getting ready and do you think a star code is all about sparkle motion? Betty says, if you feel like throwing up, Sally, just swallow it. She goes, okay. That's like bring it on. Okay, now, the internet tells me that Donnie starts the fire without a match. But, and he's supposed to be, have that's supposed to be one of his superpowers, fire. But I don't know. Oh, he uses gasoline to. I don't know. 
Well, he, don't forget, like, he burns a certain part of the guy's house to reveal something. So he maybe had to use the gasoline to... Uh, no, but if it. you can... I actually saw a fire, like, in my house, and it spreads! You don't need gasoline. Didn't Waterman save the day, is it? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> yeah. Sparkle emotion. So, you know, I don't... You ever seen the movie Welcome to the Dollhouse? Uh, no. Maybe. The the main character's sister also is in, like, some kind of dance group. Oh. Now, you I know what song the they're same. doing, right? Everybody wants to... You don't know? Well, let's take a listen. No, let's take a listen. Oh, the reflex. Good guess. It's right. notorious. Oh, the notorious. I thought it was the river reflex. Now it was supposed to be Pet Shop Boys in a Western town in Denon World, but they didn't get the song. It would have been more apt. So they did notorious. That notorious. And it would have been a totally different feeling. Right. Do you remember the video for Notorious? Wasn't that the one? No, it was a reflex where it was the pet mode performing live, and somehow water starts bursting out of the giant right. video trees above the Duran Duran. And the yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a waterfall. Yeah, right. Which, I'm sorry, that's a little problematic. They probably get electrocuted. So now, look, see, Donnie's you doing can... gasoline. Now, we don't see a match. Yeah. See, it just flames. But I don't know. Uh, I think Donnie, we could have just not seen the lighter, but the internet insists he just did it out of his will. Does this look like the Nirvana video? Mosquito! It's Mosquito! <laughs> March the millennial Comedy Festival 2020. It's two o'clock. We're live. We're doing another podcast. You hear in the background the cure Boys Don't Cry. Why why would I choose a song Boys Don't Cry? Because it's all men at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. No, I'm I'm kidding. There's women. There's women involved in the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. They're just not here right now. It is. (laughs) I am joined once again by Aaron Atkins out of Chicago. 
I have Sam Carroll. I went to a chiropractor this morning. And I have Nathan Lowe here all in the studio. And uh, Pleasure to be here, Pam. Thanks for having us on. It's my, like my fifth podcast of the week. Yeah, yeah, I think like I figured it out. out. No, <laughs> you know what? If, maybe you should give. Oh, he wants a little baffle. Absolutely blasting. Okay, we're gonna put this on Instagram. Okay, I need my yeah, you're gonna be able no. to v- see this on video. You could, you could. Pam doesn't want to be in the video. No, Pam doesn't okay. like to be in video. Okay, so tape the pretty boys. Right. Yeah, it's one of the one of the weird the days where Pam hour. didn't wear any makeup. Are we Instagram? <laughs> we're Instagram <laughs> living right now. Yeah. So everybody yeah. knows I'm a, I'm a quarter Asian, so we're not all white. We got a little. You're a quarter diverse. Asian. Yes, I am a quarter Asian. I'm a quarter Cantonese. Oh, cool. Which quarter? Uh, my dad is half Chinese. Your Instagram, your what? Go live. We're going live, live on Instagram. This is fantastic. Hell Find yeah. I don't know where to put it. it. Yeah. <laughs> we are now live. Oh, yeah. We're, not, not all of us are going to be able to get in the frame. That's a, that was oh, mean. You got it. It's <laughs> lifting the veil here at Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. This is good. Uh, we also have Tune Pancake. In. Pancake uh, in the okay. house. I'll just pump. That's, that'll never work. How many? I think you just hold it, have it be like a talking stick. So whoever talks, just no, give them no, the thing, no, no, no. and they'll just like no. selfie record it. Look, there's a clip right here. No, that's the clip that has that's the, the that's the that's microphone. That's the microphone. That's the audio. Just we're just pulling back the veil for everybody. Yeah. How's everyone doing? Good. Wait, Thank you. You want to pull up a chair? I'll pull up a chair when I'm good and fucking ready. I'm sorry. I. So fantastic. Is this on? Okay. Yeah, but the, that's perfect. The, that's yeah. the lightest. Just keep Nathan in the That's front. the that's lightest fine. microphone. Oh, so you should probably actually give that to Sam because he really likes to be really close to the microphone. So you should switch with Pancake, just because. You might take the pop because I'd be popping. Yeah, you need it. He's I more. Hey, you know what? Pancake's you know more Soto Voce. Use that thermos. Just oh, yeah. grab loud. that thermos and put it back over there and use that. We're ru- see, we're ruining the audio by thinking by too much thinking about video. video. See, this I is know. Pam's <laughs> ethos right here. <laughs> I get so mad about everything has perfect. to be seen. Hi, guys. Great. Hey. Radio. We it's did radio. it. Radio, you're not supposed to be seen. Oh. Here we are. So I'm joined by Sam great. Carroll, Pancake, Nathan Lowe, and Aaron it's Atkins. Like a <laughs> it is. Very dramatic. It's like the, no, just <laughs> the trunk shot. The trunk shot. Yeah, I figure it out. This is isn't this what you do for a living or That's something? Too like many cooks. Amateurs out of the way. Whoa! Can I just, can Let I me just, just fix it instantly. Hey. Just so everyone you knows, fix it instantly. these the the drinks are kombucha. They look like beer, but they're, they're, not. Not beer. they're not beer. You can see that it's kombucha. Just for Kambu- everyone to it's know. It's only two percent. Anyone seen my heroin? Only kombucha. There was only seven percent alcohol in this. Have any of you guys seen my heroin? <laughs> yeah, I I, I was I was bad. hiding it in my prison wallet. Your coin we, purse. Yeah. We shy away from doing heroin at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> we shy away from. That doesn't mean we don't do it. But it doesn't mean we're shy about it. It's not taboo. There they are. I'm kidding, kids. Don't do heroin. No shame. Obviously, no shame. don't. I can't do shame you if you're not like, embarrassed. Obviously, right? don't. Obviously, don't. Obviously, don't so do heroin. This yeah, is going to be wise. fun to compare to other podcasts because I'm going to make a bet now that the audio on this is going to be shitty and boring, but everyone's excited because there's a video. I like this correct. I think we're gonna do great. I think I have high hopes. You have high hopes. Yeah. I'm gonna call Kinda. this. I'm gonna call this uh, high hopes episode. podcast. No, no, boys don't cry, and I'm just gonna keep playing the the uh, Cure song, uh, "Boys Don't Cry," over and over and over in the background. Yeah. So I think we're you're. Just do I that. think you're front loading this episode with a lot of negative energy, Pam. <laughs> oh. And I think you need to check yourself. There he is. Hey guys. Yeah. There we go. Hey Sam. Hello. 
Sam's just can I, can I just say that my, my intestines feel like an oil slick go. right now? I told that. you. So, so this you, is what Sam has done, this knows. idiot. You are what he, you, you need. You see his kombucha that he has right now, I'm drinking right? drinking kombucha right Loaded now. Loaded with, you know, Cheers. biome for your gut pancake. I can Cooch. see you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just drinking my drink. Uh, before that, he had two MCT oil coffees. So his insides are like Libya right now. Yeah, no, they're like they're like Katrina. I feel like there's no, little no, no, chips no, no, of wood flying around. There's in just un- <laughs> <laughs> looting and shit. I bought a whole case of toilet paper at Costco last week, so we're fine. Oh, oh really? You know, Costco I'll enjoy it. is sold out of everything because of this. Because uh, of this hysteria. In- influenza scare. Yeah, this cold. Speaking of which, don't drink scare. out of my drink, please. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it's just another virus. Everyone's gonna pancake looks. Yeah, so pancake would get coronavirus just for the attention. <laughs> I know for a fact. Do you have any MCT oil coffee? Have you had it before? I rinse my mouth with Everclear. And by Everclear, he means a woman he met, and her name is Ever. Actually, no, Everclear. I have a really weird Everclear story. When I was a kid, a high school party, I was uh, I snuck into like kind of one of my sister's like cool parties, and the cops showed up, and I was drunk. My sister was trying to get me to drink water. I was trying to convince her that because my body was already 75% water, if I concentrated hard enough, I could absorb it. (laughs) And that didn't work. And so I grabbed a water bottle off of the counter and it didn't have one of those little labels around it. And I just put it up to my lips and squeezed both sides really hard. And it was a full water bottle of Everclear. Oh, my God. Did you go blind? Did you die? Are you okay? What? (laughs) I'm freaking out. And then the cops show up because of a noise complaint. And there's a ton of underage people there. Me, the youngest of them. But I'm hiding other people. I'm like, I'm going to handle this. <laughs> Nathan with That's all the confidence. Been, yeah, and I walk Nathan up to low. the door. All the confidence. Nathan, all the confidence low. <laughs> I walk up to the door and say out loud from behind the door, okay, three, two, one. And then I open the door on one. And these two cops stare at me and just goes, why were you counting down? <laughs> and I said, I thought this was the microwave. <laughs> and they both laughed, and then they just said, keep the shit down, and then they left, and that was it. Wow. The microwave <laughs> I, I I need to follow up on that, because if I ever need to say shit to the cops, I need the microwave bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was it. That was it. That was all there was to it. And then I got off totally scot-free, but I did almost go blind. Son, you just registered a point two zero. What do you have to say about that? Uh, Are you just playing this song on loop under us the whole time? Yeah. Nice. Don't cry. <laughs> it's just right. I, I was waiting because the song definitely did end and then definitely did start up right back again. Let's commit to it. Let's do it. Let's have an emo boy hour. What's the saddest thing that's ever happened to us? My God. Oh, I like that. The saddest thing I started ever. it out super Virginia. sad. Let's do sad. I want to say I'm sorry. This front bottom. Just what? This Nathan, you're just going to karaoke this song? if you play music. Mind. <laughs> what's, Nathan, what's the saddest thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, sad boy hours. Sad boy hours. <laughs> fractured my lower spine in 2011. And I was by myself. I was throwing, oh, I was throwing hammers. Worst day of my life. Jesus Christ. And uh, the muscles in my lower back spasmed and yanked my lower spine over like 12 degrees, and I oh, collapsed. Man. And my car's like a hundred yards away. And my phone is in my car, and I just had to crawl a hundred yards to my car. 
<laughs> get in. And wow. then I'm trying. The only place I know to go to is like the, my PT, which is like, you know, a couple exits down. So I'm driving and it's raining and my window's fogging up, but I literally can't reach the defrost button. So I'm just hanging my stupid head out of the window in the rain. Golden Retriever style. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they put a bunch of needles in my back to get it to relax and then like x-rays and all that oh shit. God. I had to like a whole year. The next year was like a redshirt freshman year because of that. Fuck. Just get the back back into shape. Is this football you're playing? No, this was track and field, a real contact shit. sport. And um... <laughs> You don't. People don't know. You know, he, we put our lives threw, on the line. He threw a metal ball yeah. too hard. <laughs> we put our lives on the line to do something that no one even cares a little bit about. A discus. No one cares even a little bit about it, but we did it and forever. Also, and also, someone can just be better than you just because they're like Samoan and huge. You know what I'm talking about? I used to do so much yeah. fucking technique for discus, and there's this one kid at the other middle school that. Yeah, was you just, can't. Fucking huge. Yeah, you can't beat Maravich your way yeah, into the discus throw. Yeah. You can't just be a technician. Some people are just Samoan. Well, no, no. Man. Some you can. Some, like, there's some smaller guys in, like, the NCAA and stuff that can really still throw the dang thing. But who cares? Who cares? No one cares. And it, it, it took me a long time to get to that point. And I was like, it's great if you're still doing it. But, I mean, hammer throw, especially, like, what I did, they don't even do it really in Diamond League meets anymore. So if you are, like, the best one in the world consistently, you can make maybe... 80k a year. Who sponsors you? How much back surgery does that cover? Not even <laughs> one. Is there healthcare involved in that? Absolutely oh not. Absolutely not. Yeah, because you get hurt and then they're just like, yeah, you were throwing a metal ball, you big dumb idiot. It's 2020. What are you doing? They have robots at the Olympics. They have little robots that would bring it back. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I'm throwing the thing and a little robot is bringing it back to me. I'm like, I think I'm the problem yeah. in this situation. I'm the only yeah. thing making this inefficient. You know, I, I think... I think everybody who plays esports just secretly watches track and field Olympic events just to be like, ha ha ha, you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, have we fun clicking. Have fun with your clicks. What is Have uh, fun making millions of dollars at Fortnite competitions. Yeah, but you're they really such do a nerd. I'm kidding. No, that's really amazing. And he has this to be Korean, too. No, that yeah. little they, Yeah, they're guy. like idols in Korea. There was like a famous gamer guy that was dating uh, that... Uh, Don't you snap at me. Don't Back you snap at me. No, no, the, the, Mexican, <laughs> the Mexican weather girl. Yannette Garcia. Oh my god, oh, yeah. she's a smoke. The one where they have the things, he turns around, there's an Australian guy just coming, wow, I don't care what the weather is. Jesus Christ. Oh, Aussie man. Aussie man. Yeah, Aussie. man Diaz. But she was dating him for like a year, I guess. And he was just Aussie a gamer man. dude. But he was like jacked and stuff. He was like sponsored by Gymshark. He's like, I'm Aussie man girls. is? No, some gamer dude who was dating Yannette Garcia. Oh, I'm bored. Uh, who's who else has a sad thing to talk about? I, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> so I hey, we're talking about butts. Can you just give us a second? <laughs> Jamie, pull up Yannette Garcia's ass. I don't care about the Jamie, pull that up. No one. We don't have a Jamie. This is how sad it is. No one wants to listen to it. I was in a. <laughs> I watched a pretty good porno this morning with a. Two, I was in a sandwich shop. <laughs> yeah. I was Wait, getting a sandwich with my friends. I don't know. Do you think gaming like is a real thing? They're gonna make it NCAA. Hey, hey, hey. I, I appreciate. Down, that. boy, down. So, <laughs> I was uh, taking a couple steps to get out of my friend's way because there was a trash can immediately behind me. So I took a step to the left and to the back, and. There was a raised platform in this sandwich shop, and I stumbled, and I, it, I fell into a sitting position, 
and I got up just as quick as I fell down because of sheer embarrassment but what I would soon find out hours later after uh, a long night of smoking blunts um, and, and I had to walk walk upstairs to get to this place but um, here's what happened next <laughs> oh, oh my, God. my friends are, are all leaving shoot me in the face they're all, they're all <laughs> no you're right this is much better I'm glad we took that now, shut the fuck up Nathan. now here's what happened <laughs> all my friends leave and I'm upstairs alone I lock up the room that we're hanging out in a studio space just just to smoke weed and make music and I walk up and I'm taking a few steps down the stairs and oh there's a shooting pain in the base of my spine and I'm paralyzed with pain at the top of stairs now have you ever been there <laughs> yes well here's what happened next <laughs> I later discover that I've herniated a disc in my back. From sitting down? I from sitting down so abruptly. Ah. And that is dangerous. So I, um, I compressed. sitting injury. I compressed. Well, I also have degenerative disc disease, and now oh. I know to be careful about that. But I needed uh, an epidural. Oh and and once I got that. Why would they need that, to shove something in your ass for that? No, it's, <laughs> no an epidural is what they give women when they have C-sections. Or when you're Why would you baby? need to stick something in someone's ass for no, a C-section? No, it's not in your butt. It's, it's in an injection your, in into the, the spine. In your spinal oh. fluid. Oh. Mm. It's part of it. Mm. Cortisone. Thank you. Okay, I'm starting to get bored. Wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, Pam, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sam, Sam how, how, big are you, how big were you when you came out? How big was I when How big were you when you came out? I was a big baby. You were how big? I came out as a three-year-old. You came out at three years old. <laughs> three years old. Already talking. I was jacked. Just arguing, jacked. arguing with well, the doctor. Because my parents tried to abort me, right? Right. What? And what and you kill you makes you stronger. You got stronger. Stronger, stronger in there. You was, hung out I in there and the you were lift. doing prison workout. When I came out, I popped out of there. You and popped, I, what do you mean popped? Like alien? Like out the front? No, kind of like a dip. Like I kind of did a dip out the pussy lips. Oh, and, and then, then you I said, and then you feet. said, and you said one, and then you did a couple more. You're like two, well, three, and you got out two more reps, and then you, and then and you. And then got I ran out. to the elevator because I, like, I need to not be with these people. You, oh, I thought you were just trying and to get forty come, time. I had come <laughs> out of the womb. Listen to this. I had come out of the womb with the knowledge of how to press an elevator button. What'd you do about the umbilical cord? <laughs> umbilical cord? Yeah, you were, oh, you were taped in. I chewed through it around eighteen months before. Oh, I had way before. stopped taking nutrients at like eighteen months. And you were just using it as a jump rope. In there, using it as a jump rope. Functional equipment. Yes. Use what you have, you know? Exactly. So what's the saddest moment of your life? Probably Jesus. that. Jesus, <laughs> Pam. What are you doing? It's supposed to keep you on theme. Oh, we're, that's the thing. Why did you the decide theme, the, theme the theme was, was sadness? I did, it, was, was it was We're Aaron keeping it light. That we're was doing the theme emo. No, we're doing an emo. It's Boys Don't Cry. Boys hours? It's Boys Don't Cry. We're doing some emo. Okay. All right. But he didn't cry. He came out and he didn't cry. And he also, came out and he ran out. Also of note, I, I have a lacrimation fetish. I like it when what men... Explain that big word. Lacrimation is, is crying. And I like it when men cry. It turns me on because it's because they're vulnerable. That explains so oh much. Oh my god. <laughs> my scariest fetish. Well then do me a solid and make sure we're I never not lie. in the same room when I'm watching Pursuit of Happiness. Have you guys seen what? Because that makes That's me cry every time. Movie. Pursuit of Happiness has a direct line to my instinctual dude bone. 
no weirdness there. I love to watch men cry. Yeah, so oh, that did, did what other movie? I cried watching my big fat Greek wedding. That's a good one. I cried that watching was the Amy Winehouse documentary. That shit oh, that was because she died because of alcohol, so not because of the heroin. It was so the bad. the devil. She died just in general. Delirium she loved to cheat on her boyfriend, and I respect that too. She's a queen. Mm-hmm. Feminist king icon. Once again, I'm keeping with this theme of feminist king icon, Aaron Atkins. Hello. God, you suck so much. <laughs> <laughs> You've never seen this <laughs> As far as you know, you can cheat on me, babe. I don't even care. <laughs> I'll be here for you. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Give it up. Give it up for this I cock. will simp for you. <laughs> Pam, have you seen the Phantom Thread? About uh, John. What the fuck? Who's that All guy I know that is the Phantom Menace. Oh, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. He plays a dressmaker, and he starts to fall in love with this young woman. He's been a bachelor his whole life, up to like 55 years old. He starts to fall in love with this young woman, who becomes transfixed with him, and she loves him so much, but he doesn't have enough time for her. So he, so she starts to poison him, and this is a spoiler alert. She starts to poison him with mushrooms Ooh. to see him down in his weakest state so she can take care of him and, and get her little feminine kick from taking care of this old man right, who she loves so much who doesn't Munchausen syndrome. Yeah. yeah. Munchausen by proxy. Munchausen, Munchausen by proxy. Yeah. Jamila Jamil has that. Not to be confused with... Jamila Jamil uh, has that. Baron von Munchausen in the movie. Right. Or who's that guy from the... Jamil. Who's Great the guy movie. from Chicago has, that has that? Jamila Jamil. Oh, UC Smollett. Jesse Small, yeah. He got robbed at a subway down the street from me. It's fucking bullshit. He didn't actually. Was he a pain? He didn't. Was he a pain? Was he a pain? No, he was a gay actor on Empire. Empire. He was on Empire. He was a gay actor. Oh, that guy. Yeah, and that's why he was like, oh, someone committed a hate crime against me when he did it against himself. Yeah. Sam's like, anyway, sad. Here's how into the rabbit hole I got it with the whole UC Smollett thing. He he was at, if you watch the body cam footage for UC Smollett in his in his apartment. I like that you're really committing to Dave Chappelle's bit right yeah, now. Yeah, I am. Well, I will never call him anything else. I want else. you it's, to get back on task and talk about something sad. This is sad. <laughs> he he had the noose around his neck when the cops showed up, and it was very loosely attached. Like if you're going to be that traumatized, just take the fucking noose off, man. It was totally like an aesthetic display. He had it. He's like, Pam's like an like an NBC producer right now. <laughs> it's like, who wants this? She's like, no, 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 more tears. Were any of you raped? Targeted, mean. Anyway, Sam, sorry, I got sidetracked. I was done. That was all. Oh, I had perfect. You see, Smollett. I didn't really follow that story at all. Okay, so what's the saddest thing that ever <laughs> Every time she walks out the door in the morning. Feminist <laughs> gay <laughs> guy. My life is one continuous stream of All right, life. here's really one. Here's one, Pam. To me. Here's a real one. You ready? Yeah. Uh, I got off of a plane for a competition and looked at my phone to find out my best homie from childhood died of a heroin overdose. Oh, that's really sad. There yeah. you go. Do you feel better now? Did yeah. you get it? <laughs> I like that one a little bit. Yeah, you see it behind my sorry. eyes? Made me very sad. Oh. I was very, very sad. Still am. Heroin's really awful. It's not good. Yeah, it that's fun. why I don't condone those jokes I did at the beginning. Of the if podcast. anyone wants to buy some heroin for me after this podcast. He knows a guy. That's awful. <laughs> this is not All advertising. Right. We're gonna is this lose what you them. wanted? We're going to lose them. We're not sponsored by your dealer, bro. Well, la- last year... It's not Last year, the opening of the show, the very first show, the fourth annual Mutant Radio Comedy Festival, it was the disappointment show, and one of my favorite comedians in the whole world decided to really disappoint me and smoke heroin off foil on stage when he was hosting... <laughs> 
And the audience that was here was like, is this really, is, he, is this a joke? Is it fake heroin? Is it, what is it? And he's like, you know, smoking it off and stuff. And the is that Max Eddy? No, don't slander people. No, it was. It was <laughs> Dude, you saved Max Eddy the other day. I sure did. I, I saved, saved his Max life. We talked about it on an earlier podcast. Oh, you actually. did? Yeah. Happy to help. Yeah. Um, I was there. I am an ally. You saved me too. I saved you. I've saved. I it am. Uh, same yeah. Guy? I'm like a low-level superhero. Well, it, was it wasn't the same guy, no. was it? No, I'm not. No, no, no. A different guy. Sam. Yeah. No. Equal amount of anger. Was it anyone that I knew that, that attacked Max Eddie? Nope. No, no, he was a really big Irish guy. They were from out of town. They were they had he was pushing it though. He was purposely <laughs> pushing it. He was like he, kept he came up on stage and he was using a really shitty Irish accent, which I guess is kind of funny because it was really bad and it was specifically bad. And he was like, oh, you cunts and everything. And then the thing that he said that made that guy jump up is he's standing there and he goes, I've never been hit. No one's ever punched me. And I'm like. Call the action button, motherfucker. Action. Like, yeah, bing, like, why do you do, do that? that? Like, you made yourself look super weak. And then this huge guy rushes the stage. Duh. Like, And then what did Max do? Max was away. surprisingly spry. spry. He very tucked fast. and rolled yeah, he was, very he was quickly. Like, yeah, I was, I was rolled. Yeah. He yeah. tucked and pivoted around the yeah, guy's hip like, yeah. to get away he from was, him. It was a good move. He moved away real fast. Kid plays some Madden. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Definitely yeah. plays some Madden. Kids got some moves. That was... Jesus fucking... But, uh, I'm too you know, high to remember where I was before you changed the track. What's the saddest shit that's ever happened to you? Yeah. What's the saddest shit that's ever happened to you? I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for uh, it. Well, um, I would have to say recently that it was um, my beloved life partner Spike died. And, uh, you know, every day when I left the house, I'd say, don't die, don't die. And then I Spike left. is her brother. Her cat. Is and I put a picture up, but Facebook Aww. reminded me that I missed my cat because he was he could high five and he loved smoking pot. Every Aww. time he'd hear the bong, he'd come out and he'd be like meow, and he like loved it when you blew pot smoke at him. He was the best Aww. cat, and he he was just such a friendly cat. He loved everybody. People would come over and he'd come to sit in their lap and like Art, hang out. And I know. I know. He was I the have best. best I think you have cat. the best one. <laughs> he was the best best cat, and he was so. He was just a great cat. And then, so I, he got skinnier and skinnier, and then I left the house, and I said, don't die, Spike. And when I came back from, it was a Friday night show, I came back from the show, I found him underneath the radiator, and he was dead. And, and the worst part was because the radiator had turned on because I can't do anything about that because oh, it's a 1934 smell. building. His little ears got singed and his little eyes a little bit, and so that was really, really rough to take him out Aww. from underneath the thing. And it was hard because he was That's stuck gross. under there. But basically, he was ready to go, and... I had looked up that day, like, when do you put your cat to sleep? So that was in that morning, and then that night he was dead. So he let me know that it was okay. his time to go. He was warm, too. He was warm, and that's what yeah. he did. He <laughs> wanted to just get warm and, ch and say goodbye. And so that's what he did. And Better. He's in cat yeah. heaven. Yeah, he's a good cat. Aww. He was a great cat. So now I have two cats to try to replace that cat, and then neither one of them together are good enough. They don't. She doesn't good. mean that. She, she, tells them, she tells him she that every day, that. too. She walks <laughs> out and she says, you guys are not that. good They enough. don't snuggle. He used to sleep on my pillow with me. He'd, like, lay out, like, he's on sorry. my pillow and, like, lay against me, and he was so fluffy. Yeah. And we literally, like, we used to masturbate together. It's not, it's a real, it's all the things uh, I talk he, about. He didn't masturbate? He wouldn't, like, so he loved to masturbate, like, next to me like on the like he'd bottle? get the no he didn't his little pink crayon would come out all the time but he was totally fixed but he would hump like mm. the my comforter 
her and like pillows sometimes, but he'd lay next to me and he'd like go at it. And then you'd be cued in to start masturbating. Exactly. Did you do and that? then he'd take, his little, he'd take his little furry paw and put it on like my leg or my back. It was Lower so back. sweet. It was so sweet. You I don't think it was that. Mind. I don't think it was sweet. I think no, it, it might was, have been. It was great. If he's the reincarnated it. soul of another person, he was great. He was a really great, like, That's amazing. he was a great, great cat. And I miss him a lot. And so that was oh. finding him was like the saddest. We buried him in the backyard. I didn't, I called my building manager and I was just wailing I was just like losing it and she knew my cat too and she loved him and I said I don't know what to do with the body I don't know what to do and she's like well you can either go down to the beach and bury him in the sand or you can put him in the backyard if you want and I was like yes yes the backyard so he's buried in the backyard of my apartment Aww. complex you bury your animals in the beach no beach you're not supposed weird. to do either of those things mm -hmm. but those were the options she gave me, so that's what why I was going with. Why didn't you incinerate him and then have him like in a little... How do area. I incinerate him? Why you have a radiator. You have a radiator, and then they put into a little urn I know, but here's the thing. Little, uh, I don't have podium. a car, and I live in the Tenderloin, so I'm going to take my dead cat Actually, and put him in a backpack and walk to the vet. And like, yeah. no, okay, I just walked him true. downstairs. I mean, that sucks. It was, sorry, that was really. <laughs> no, I didn't hear what you said. Okay, <laughs> so she you said you just left you the radiator. Left you could have incinerated him. He was halfway done, right? Oh, From no, what just I a little bit. Of <laughs> oh my gosh. Bad. That's bad. You, all you have to do is turn him over once. Like, oh my oh. lord. Also, also, Pam, I, I feel like I should say this. This song is starting to give me an anxiety I'm, attack. I'm not, I'll change I'm not it. Like, I'll, I'll turn it off. Do binaural okay, beats. Okay, it's done. Binaural my point, beats. My point has been made. So um, th th this is actually funny. It's on a different. I, the first theater production I ever directed and produced on my own. The sound. It was in hell. It was. Um, the Jean-Paul Sartre's No Exit. And so hey. all, it all happens in hell, right? So there are a couple things I did to make it like hell, and one of them was that the sound design was the girl from Ipanema over 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 and over and over played recorded off a record and then skipping and then playing again and it was at the same level and it was really low throughout the whole play and people at the end were asking like did you turn that fucking up throughout the play and I was like nope <laughs> because it started making people fucking crazy yeah. and I put a I put a heater in the back so as the play went on which was an hour and 20 minutes no intermission Perfect. it got hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter in the room and people were like what is going on? It was a lot of fun. And the characters on stage were taking each other's clothes off, so that worked too with the heat, and yeah. it was really fun. But so, something over <laughs> and over and over. We but we it. got the point on this, and it's we don't upselled. have to do that anymore. It is upsell once you think about it. <laughs> yeah, what, what is that, that a is no meaning, That was no meaning to anything. No, that's his Cantonese accent. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe these people are <laughs> podcast, and uh, so it's supposed to be about making a... Making what are we really doing? It is so absurd. We are sitting with our... Botox in these weird, we call them chairs, but what are they really? They What's are trees really? that we have got. What is this table? What is this table but plastic? Ian, Ionesco, Lachaise, the chairs. It's a great um, existentialist play. Ionesco, he wrote in, mm. in French, and it's two old people living on a lighthouse in the middle of nowhere. And like, there's all <laughs> these chairs, and they keep putting out chairs <laughs> and putting them away because they're waiting for this party and this person, this speaker to come. It's kind of like a waiting mm. for Godot, except that before very, that. And it's, but it's Ionesco, it's Ionesco. It sounds very old. Super what absurd. are we supposed to do with so all these chairs? We have absurd. all these chairs and no they, people. They when you think about it, it has no meaning. There is nobody here to sit in the chairs. It does not mean that they are chairs, no. or are they not chairs anymore? Because there is no one to think of them as chairs. Will you get these Schrodinger's chairs out of here, please? <laughs> <laughs> are they chairs if no one is thinking of them as chairs? We may not know. Well, I don't know now. Let's go eat cheese and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Very French play. <laughs> I have just killed an Arab. <laughs> but to be fair, he Arab. was not supposed to be here in the first Less place. Less laughs, <laughs> Less laughs but sweeter. Less laughs, but sweeter. L'étranger, you, you've Le read The Stranger by ouais. Camus. He's one of your buddies. It's in the plage. Said <laughs> both très bien. Très bien. Oh, très bien. Très bien. I have also read Naja by Jean-Paul Sartre. What was that word you just said? He said swim. He's talking about swimming in the ocean. Nage is to swim. No, no, Naja by Jean-Paul Sartre. It's about how when you realize how absurd everything is, you get nauseous. Oh. It's pretty good. Do we have festival joints? No. No, because you didn't roll anymore. But I have everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. Yeah. What yeah. is this, Pam? What is this goo? It's hallucinogenic oh, it's, weed. Um, so it's really, really strong ever. gummies that didn't solidify. And it's like, so that whole package is 200 milligrams. So we're just kind of taking bites of it because it's really strong. The whole pack's only 200? I want yeah, the whole pack's yeah. like 200 Camera. milligrams. I want to hear more about Pancakes the, Day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was really liking where that was going. Yeah, there's one so I got a parking ticket just for trying to live my life. In a spot where you were not supposed to. Trying to get my yeah, career going. People. Huh? Yeah, a couple people That's crazy. Uh, are they talking about me? One person. Say hi to them. What's hey, up? Say hi. Hello. Okay, so. If you did another one. Dude, if you did another one. I got three tickets. If you did another one at a different angle, you would have both. all of us into the frame if I can move this little crane arm. Um, I don't know. Move the crane. I always have papers, but don't roll splits though because you can't no have tobacco in the. In here. Just look at them. Oh, um, you just uh, untwist it from the bottom. Here, I'll I'll engineer as long as everybody keeps talking and keeping everything. Okay, up. so I They're got a hundred thousand dollars in debt. I owe to the taxes man, and I'm feeling kind of down about it. If if anyone could offer some kind of relief program that I could utilize to about? get out of P pancake dead. needs a sugar mama a badly. Bad, bad, bad. Needs a sugar mama bad. If I could start a GoFundMe. There are any sugar mamas out there? Heller. Holler at you. And we're boy. not talking about fucking corn soup toast, motherfucking mm -mm. mamas either. Mm -mm. No, no. Isn't that real? I'm talking about breaded. Right. I'm talking about a woman with a non-profit that's for profit. I am talking, you need a woman comfortably in go. her mid to late 60s who can just float you. Is that what you're looking for? Well, you're looking for patronage. I'm looking for pancake. Pancake Crane needs a patron. Oh, well, so yeah, that's what they used to do. Remember back in the olden days, you'd get a patron and Crane then they'd... Arm. A patron of the arts. They'd let you do whatever you like wanted. Like the Medici's. Or be on like commission or whatever. Yeah. That sounds like a good gig. I know gig. Medici. Yeah. Yeah, someone did, and and you know, um, Virginia Woolf brought it up. She's a room of one's own. You know, you need, you yeah, need, a, you need enough money. You need a hundred dollars a month in a room of one's own to be able to create. And without that, she was talking specifically of women because men already had that. You used to go to school and everything would be paid for, and you just, you know, study and write and do whatever you want. And right. Virginia Woolf didn't have Adderall though. Virginia Woolf <laughs> wasn't in San Francisco trying to rock a hundred dollars a month. No, I know, and it's and, but it, but this was written in 1914, so right. obviously with inflation. That's more than like a thousand dollars a month now. Yeah, but if That's someone like gave thousand dollars a month, That's if someone mad. gave me a thousand dollars a month, and Andrew rolling? Yang, I miss you. It would change like my whole economy. I'd be able to create so much more because I wouldn't be so stressed constantly about creating the funds to keep things going. It would suck for everyone who didn't have rent control though, because people True. would adjust. Everyone would adjust their prices to that. I think so. A, 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 
such a hard change in, in prices would change things almost like that quickly. Like as quickly as people were given $1,000 a month. Oh, no, I don't mean everybody. I just mean. to spend 1000 And it would result. Like, not no, everybody, no, no, just no, no, me. No, 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 no. Not everybody gets 1000 I'm saying let's go back to the patronage times where like artists would get $1,000 a month to go create. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, of course, you're a talented person. You should be able to have the opportunity to do this. But that doesn't exist anymore. Where's the patron office? Yeah, exactly. Who rates the talent? Well, that was back in the day, the, you know, the rich people showed off their talented kids or whatever, and then someone would be like, oh, I'll take care of you now. And Sounds lovely. Yeah. I want someone to do that. Yeah, patrons of the arts. Wouldn't it be nice? Explain patrons to us more, Pam. No, <laughs> no it's Patronize just people us. that pay. Tell us about the, Don't be Tell us about the money people. Again. Well, it's also, That's you can joke. also get, resi once you, one of the things about only reasons to get an MA or an MFA is that once you have them, you can go in residences where you apply to these things and they let you stay in like a cabin for six weeks and all you have to do is create some piece of Whoa. art at the end of it and everything's paid for. All your, the headlands, Marin headlands, it's right up here. You could, as a stand-up comedian, you could actually apply and you write up your CV and you send it to them and you say, hey, I want to be in your residence for six weeks because I need to write this one-man show because I'm going to Edinburgh. Ooh. And then they like let you stay there and you're in the woods and they feed you. They have professional chefs. You get two meals a day. That's fucking sick. And, like, so I've had photography friends who have done it for like six, eight weeks. And you apply and you go and stay there in the could, mountains. Could I That's apply and just be like, hey, I need a break. Uh, no. <laughs> no? You yeah, have to be to creating vibe. something. Kanye West. Kanye you have West to vibe. has a similar thing. Just it's called dating a Kardashian. Tyler Perry he does have a same. patron. Who else has, he has a fucking compound Tyler, now. Tyler Perry lets people use his sets. Tyler Perry is a Medici. Tyler Perry, modern day Medici. Tyler Perry. Black Medici. There we go. I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie in my life. Well, Dude, you haven't seen, seen Medea Christmas? Set. You haven't seen any no. Medea movies? Not one. Dude, uh, Architectural That's Digest did a tour with him. They were like, show us around your house. And he was like, this is my golf cart. Or as Medea would say, my golf cart. Mm. Uh -huh. Anyways, this is awful. <laughs> he's just really? not a, I don't know why he's so successful, is but he is. You, is that when you were like, this is what I want to do? <laughs> this is, this is comedy is for me. That was your Damascus I, Road moment. <laughs> yeah, like, just, is, yeah. I can just do that. You're right. Oh my God, I should be a comedian. Hello. Hallelujah. That shit's funny, objectively. Tyler Apparently, Kirk. yeah, Tyler Perry is a super dope dude, though. He's out yeah, in Atlanta. He's a compound. Did exclusively for like black filmmakers. That's dope right. shit. I need one for quarter Asian filmmakers. That, you that's know, to support my people. Am I the most? I'm the only. Am I the only person of color in here right now? Yeah. yeah. I have wow. Some, I have well, some Spanish. How brave of me. You have Spanish. That doesn't Eastern count. European. That doesn't count. You're not as brave as Your I am. Your color is translucent. I'm brave for that. You're exactly. a brave vampire. Great so, to be here. So if I ever won like you know the lottery or a million dollars or whatever, I would do that kind of idea but for stand-up comedians so i would make like a little house up top and there'd be oh, yeah. so there'd be like a barbecue pavilion in the middle and Shit there'd be like a of. pool and there'd be little cabanas and everyone would have i've actually drawn it out before One. but everyone would have like a a little studio with light and stuff and then there'd be the pool and there'd be the barbecue pavilion and there'd be like dope. every night there'd be like parties and there'd be food provided but you have and there'd be like a little stage because people would have to perform for each other right. but you'd have to do something at the end of a month you'd have to show your work because yeah. I can't just let a bunch of yeah. fucking sure. people need, just come what are you gonna in need do something they, to make fun of in there what are you gonna do when yeah. they destroy that place well they won't because I'll be there cleaning and I'll ladies make, yeah and cleaning ladies I'm making millions of dollars at yeah. The, yeah so cleaning well, ladies uh, are we gonna smoke one I'm a job shows? creator yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. let's hit it I'm not that's, a, that's so a great idea, Pam. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're going to need stuff to make fun of there, though. You're going to need to provide that's stuff. What I think stuff the, to make that's fun what of. I think the future is going to look like. Like all these all creative these spaces. Places. Because when robots start to take over and earn money for us, and we can just stimulate the economy with robots, <laughs> and, and people will buy shit just based on their own Jeff creative Bezos. volition. Like if you create something that's like a robot, and it, it does some sort of labor, and you can find a way to not work and make money and be productive. Then we're gonna have so much fucking dough lying around. We're we're gonna be able to lot, be able to lot, do a lot of creative shit, like make all Da Vinci's things come to life, like all his fair, failed experiments. Jeff Bezos, That's what I modern day Da Vinci. Huh? I want to see the helicopter Set without the, the tail rotor making. I think we can all agree that that's not it. It would be Elon Musk, right? Dude, he's the he's richest African American, American of all time. You know that? Elon Musk. Yeah. He's the richest African American of really, all time. He's balling. <laughs> he is. That's funny. He's crushing it. You know, he 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 was his parents literally own an, an emerald mine. Well, I don't know. I South think Africa. I think between him and Jay Z, it's probably an apartheid, right? Like a. Nathan Lowe. Yeah. I didn't get it. Find him on Instagram. He's got a lot of followers. Sure do, buddy. <laughs> That's not why. Trending on TikTok. <laughs> uh, yeah. You used to. Do you still lift things? Uh, only when I have to. If it's, if it's required to move forward, yes. <laughs> you don't just like bench press people for no reason anymore. Absolutely not. He okay. chokes motherfuckers out and almost gets them kicked out of bars. It was your fault. True, true. Mm. True, true. <laughs> well, but, I mean, Nathan's not an instigator. Oh, that looks sure great. Sure not. Yeah, I'm not an instigator well, either. I'm a, I'm a peace... I'm like a... No, no... No waves. Everyone just chill out. Kind of. You don't want to do anything. That's silly. Yeah. Dudes who like want to fight is the worst thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. not fight? You look like you want to fight. What are you looking at me? Just dudes who. You want to fight, bro? No, just dudes like what's up? Like the dude, like the Irish guy with Max Eddie. He was just sitting over there, just like I need. It. I have to punch a thing. Yeah. yeah. I have to. Yeah, that's I true. Didn't fucking. Hit my. I aunt, hit my dad. My girlfriend enough times today. <laughs> I learned I it from my dad. School. Yeah, I don't know, man. Toxic masculinity. People's crazy. I don't know anything about it. I wouldn't even. I don't even know. Yeah, we have ten minutes left for you guys to drop these just these gems from your honeyed lips to the. Okay, sad shit. You want to hear some sad shit? Uh, More sad shit. Yeah. Okay. Rest rest in peace, my homie Aton. Aton Weiner just overdosed on fentanyl at Stanford University. Rest in peace. Oh shit! Was he so much promise? He was a student. Yeah, he really was. His dad was a professor there. His mom used to work there. He's very smart. That's great. Do me a solid. Don't smile while you explain it. I'm not. I'm not smiling. I'm just using my mouth. I miss him very much. Let him do. You just did a joke in the middle of his dead homie. I'm talking about my dead homie. Yeah, he died. He overdosed, and you know how. You know how else I got reminded of it because on NBC Snapchat news. On the now this, he's the top story. Oh, shit, really? Oh, no. Yeah, it's just because famous. his dad, yeah, he blew up, dog. I mean, wow. you, know what, you know what the saddest part about it is? The last time we saw him, me and my friend, was we fucking sent him a fake letter from St- from Stanford saying, like, your son smokes too much weed and he's bad at rap. <laughs> and <laughs> that was the hilarious. last we ever saw him. And then we saw him again. He oh. came back last break. We were like, we're going to fight Aton. And he fucking... His friends got out of the car. He never got out of the car. Just drove off. That was the last we ever saw him. Oh. Uh, yeah. And I see him on Snapchat news. Rest in peace, Aton Wiener. Better place. He's too smart for us. Wow. Well, but Heaven fentanyl, is, is nobody right knows how strong that stuff is. I've taken a fentanyl before. Dose is so it's, small, yeah. it's insane. It's You've like, done fentanyl? Yeah. Let me get some of this. I got it. 
Yeah, uh, if we not, it up, we, if it's if ten we times stronger this. than heroin. Yeah, I, my yeah, um, so. no morphine. They cut a lot of shit with it, especially in San Francisco and in the Bay Area. Not I, as much in Chicago. You want them to cut it with baking soda. That's what you prefer. I had a pharmaceutical grade patch, transdermal patches because my ex-father-in-law died of terrible, terrible liver cancer, and when he was dying, like, and it happened in six weeks, like he was like totally alive and playing golf. And then he was like, ow, this kind of hurts. And he went into the doctor and they're like, you've got stage four liver cancer. You are Jesus. dying. <laughs> and so he died really quickly. But on his deathbed, he willed me all his drugs. And so I got- That's everything you need to know Jesus. about Pam is that she gets willed drugs. <laughs> so like I people think. will them. <laughs> so he gave me 12 75 milligram fentanyl patches and I'm, I'm no dummy. Jesus. I scored them on the back. So I only put on 25 milligrams at a time because it's it's- Transdermal. Yeah. And I got so, it was awful. I hated it. I was high for like 56 hours the whole weekend and it was, shit. I hated it. I'll it take was, them off you. Yeah. Oh, I ended up sending him to Manchester, <laughs> England because I had some friends um, from my 